Hey, it's MJ, and I am back to share more of my life adventures with you guys today. And today, I'm a little reminiscent about, I told you in the beginning that I have been a jack of all trades. I've done so many different types of jobs. And one of the first jobs I had when I first moved to Texas was to be a substitute teacher. Now, backstory, let's put a pin in that. I never thought I would be good as a teacher. I love children, don't get me wrong. But I just didn't think that I would want to be around kids for almost seven to eight hours a day, nonstop. I just didn't see it in the cards for me. But actually, the first job, when I actually first moved to Texas, I used to work for the airport. And back in the day, they used to call the early 2000s. Now they call them administrative assistants. But at that time, I got a job as an executive secretary. And that job didn't pan out so well because the guy basically hired me and he had he was married and he had a mistress. So I had to balance the wife and the mistress. That was my real job. I didn't do any real work what they hired me to do, but I was balancing his wife and the mistress. And he would have me to go and run errands for him and go pick out perfume and lingerie and all of these special things for the girlfriend. It was just terrible. And in good consciousness, I just could not stand it. And I would try to, you know, be, you know, put on my therapist hat and tell him this is not right and he would tell me, oh, you don't know the struggle of marriage and all of this. And I'm just like, OK, but they're paying you to provide a service and a job. And all you're doing is sitting up here talking on the phone to the girlfriend all day and then going and taking her out to lunch and then having me order stuff for her. And then, you know, have me appeasing your wife and sending her flowers and doing all this kind of stuff. So, you know what? I had enough. So I just quit. And then from there. That's how I got the substitute gig. So one of my good friends here, she was like, hey, you know, I know you look for another job and it's, you know, school's getting ready to start. And I think you would be really good as a substitute teacher. And maybe you might find your passion. Now, I wasn't really looking for my passion at the time, but OK. And you may see that you do really well with kids and you could be, you know, you might want to decide you want to be a teacher. Now, I already knew back in my mind that I never wanted to be somebody's teacher, but I'll give it a try. Okay, whatever. So applied, did the application, and the whole substitute system at the time was a little cumbersome for me because you would have to, if you wanted to work, you know, I'm in my early 20s at this time. So I'm like, I got to get up in the morning, dial in, see what jobs are available, you have a certain phone number you have to call and then you'd have to see which jobs are available for what different schools and then pick the school and then drive to the location. That's how they had to substitute. It's nothing like, you know, with social media and, and all the technology we have now. It's just nothing like that. It was a dial in thing. And at the time I would pick these schools, but I wouldn't know the location. I just know that they were in the suburb where I lived, you know. So I was like, okay, it shouldn't take me that long to get to them. But some of these schools were, um, let's say, not so desirable. So 
A little backstory, put a pin in that. Don't forget, I am a kid from Chicago who went to Catholic school, private school all her life. So the only thing I had to do with kids from public school was fight them on the on the public transportation, you know, on the CTA in Chicago. They would try to, you know, rough us up, you little prissy Catholic school girls and kids or whatever. So we would have to fight. So I had to learn how to fight, make sure they wouldn't steal my nice, cute coach purse or my Eddie Bauer book bag. But other than that, that was my introduction to public school kids. So it was a little different. Once I put myself into the public school system and thought that I could be a substitute teacher. Now, same friend was like, but you you're so good when I see you with children. You're so good with them. And, you know, you're so soft spoken and, you know, all this just, you know, really pumping up my head. I was like, "Okay, fine. So the first I guess substitute gig I had was I didn't realize you don't know what your actual assignment is until you actually get to the school and you report in at the front desk. So I told them who I was, gave them my information. They were like, "Okay, were you working with this particular Miss, say, Miss Foster? You working with Miss Foster's classroom today?" I said, "Okay, well, what I do?" They said, "You're going to assist her." So I was like, "Okay." Um, now remind you, this is my first substitute gig, so. I didn't know that they had classrooms because it just never came across my mind at the time for special needs kids. I had no idea. Just wasn't used to that. So when I walked into the classroom, the classroom was modified. So I was like, it had like a bed in there and just all these different things for people who were, you know, needed, you know, were handicapped. So I was like, okay, well, what does this getting ready look like? So I met the teacher and she explained to me, this is the, these are the type of kids that we deal with. I'll need you to help with me, help me with some of the kids. And they go half a day. My classroom does half days. And I was like, okay, this will be interesting. All right. So the kids were super, super sweet. I fell in love with all the kids. It probably was probably maybe six kids in one room because, you know, they all had different challenges. So they couldn't, they, she definitely needed help. And so uh, it was this one kid, um, so sweet, but he was um, in a wheelchair and uh, his uh, the teacher told me that he had never been able to walk and he just, you know, he just wasn't, he just didn't respond, but his mom still had him coming to the school and, you know, being around kids and stuff like that. But he doesn't talk, you know, he, he was nonverbal. And just, you know, just, just kind of just couldn't hang out, you know, just kind of hung out. You know, he couldn't walk. So um, they would have music time. And I love music. And I used to sing until my reflux killed my vocal cords. But that's another story for another day. And so uh, they had a lady that would come in and she would do music. It was music time. And so she was playing the guitar and stuff and I got the tambourine and we're playing and I'm really interacting with this kid because, you know, all the other kids could kind of, you know, still move around, crawl around, walk around or whatever. But he could because he couldn't. So I would put the tambourine in his hand, make him use, you know, act like he's, you know, playing the tambourine, um, you know, just, you know, be interactive with him. So. As time went on, every time he would come to the classroom or whatever, he would only respond to me. And I was like, oh, wow. And the teacher noticed that, too. And she was like, 
I don't know what you got going on. You two got something going on. He got something going on for you. But she was like, his mom has called up here and says, whatever's going on different. I don't know what you know. She said, I just have a new person that's working in the classroom with me. And she said, well, she must be doing something because it's like he's a different kid when he comes home. And I was like, oh, my God. That was so, you know, I was just like, oh, my gosh, in my early 20s, I've never had to experience and deal with children like this. So that just, you know, just warmed my heart. I was like, oh, my gosh, thank you for telling me. And then I was like, oh, now I've got to be a super teacher. I'm going to work with special needs kids. And this is this is my jam. So we're doing our thing. And then, you know, I'm like, OK, I'm excited about coming to work in front of the kids, working with the kids. I'm thinking like, OK, I may go back, get my degree in special education. I don't know. Well, I come to the class and I'm waiting around and I'm like, okay, my boy coming, my dude, you know, she was like, no, he's not coming back. And I'm like, why? She was like, because they're moving out of the district. And so that was the the last time you saw him was the last was, you know, your last interaction with them. I was like, I was so sad. It just, you know, it just opened up. A part of me that I just didn't know was in there. You know what I mean? So I was really sad about it. And then actually, I always say God does things and he moves in ways that we have no idea about. So then my assignment ended up terming. So it wasn't a permanent position. So I stayed there a few more weeks and then I moved on to the next thing because my time it was up. Okay. So I was like, okay, do I want to do special education again or do I want to go into a regular classroom? Do I want to deal with older kids? You know, I started kind of, you know, figuring out how the substitute system was. And then before I would accept an assignment, well, once I would accept the assignment. Oh, that's the other thing I forgot to say. If you would accept the assignment, you still had time to cancel it. So I got smart. So I would go and I at least look the school up. Google the address to see if it was in a place where I wanted to drive and park my car. And then I would either go back in and cancel it out and, you know, let the system pick. It's like a lottery thing and pick, pick, pick for me again. So um, I got actually pretty, pretty good with that. And um, I gigged, I call it a gig. I gigged doing my substitute stuff all the way through Christmas. So I guess that would be what, one semester? Yeah, I did that for one semester, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to school and think about really wanting to become a teacher. So you'll have to tune back in because that's my little story, and this is MJ signing off, and you'll have to tune back in so you can hear about what happened and find out if I actually became a teacher or not. Talk to you soon.